Well, good day and welcome to Holding Fast. How is your anchor holding today? Is it giving you the unshakable confidence in the reality and the truth of what awaits us when we get to heaven uh, one day? I don't know about you, but the longer I live, the longer I exist in this world, uh, the more my heart longs to be able to go home and be with my Savior uh, and to enjoy the blessed and the joy, blessedness and the joy and the happiness of what heaven is really going to be like. I think the apostle was correct when he said, I has not seen nor ear heard the things that await the people of God. Uh, I think that that thought of home is one that has occupied a lot of people's lives. A lot of men of God have preached on this down through the years. I have a devotional for which I credit today. J.R. Miller is the writer of it. And actually is a book, and he wrote it in 1908. It's called Glimpses of the Heavenly Life. And my, what a gem, what a blessing that's been to me as I've meditated on these things. Uh, it's been kind of a rough week for a lot of people that I've had opportunity to minister to. And I've even had some that have gone on out into eternity. Uh, I have been to a funeral that was uh, preached, or at least the homily was given by somebody that I really don't think knew what their Bible says. Uh, and they were just telling people what was not the case about eternity. And I think it's helpful for us to be able to go back to the Word of God and to be reminded uh, of what heaven is like. I don't think any human word really has heaped up in it so much of the truest meaning of heaven as the word home. Home, a place of love. It's a place of confidence, a place where uh, you don't have anything to hide or conceal from each other. A home when you're inside, you know you're loved, your your faults may be seen and known by those that you live with, but you're dear in spite of them to those people. There's always at home a sympathy for your sufferings and patience with your shortcomings and your flaws. Heaven is our home. Uh, I can't wait to get there, and I hope you can too. I think we ought to think regularly, meditate regularly on, on home being in heaven, the place where God's children will be gathered. It's a place of beauty and splendor. It's a holy place. Best of all, though, I believe it is a place of perfect love. Now, it is also true that there's a lot of misinformation and wrong, crooked, nuthead thinking about heaven and what it's like. Uh, many of you are aware that there have been a number of travel logs, that's what I call them, brochures, on what they think heaven will be like when people have near-death experiences and things and they write about them. And invariably, they are experiences that they relate that when they go to heaven that are not the same as what you read in the Bible. Uh, and so it's actually important for us to meditate on the truth of what the Scripture says it's going to be like. When you read the wonderful description of heavenly life in the book of Revelation, uh, where you have a direct view right into uh, uh, heaven itself, you find that all of heaven's glory comes from Jesus Christ. As a matter of fact, in Revelation chapter 4 and Revelation chapter 5, you read of what happens and what you see when you get to heaven. What are people preoccupied with there? What is it that is really thrilling about being in heaven? And you read in Revelation chapter 5, after the rapture of the church, you read specifically there that when John looked into the throne room of heaven, verse 6 says, Then I saw a lamb. 
uh, as if it had been slain, standing in the center of the throne, literally. Uh, Whatever else heaven may mean to you, and I know that this may sound crazy to some people because they've been taught not correct information, but whatever else heaven may mean to you and what you look forward to, listen to me today, folks. It will, first of all, mean being with Jesus. That's what you'll be preoccupied with. Uh, it's, it, it's, it's not seeing Grandma or Aunt Edna or Uncle Zeke or whoever it may be that you really long for and miss because of the pleasant memories you had while you were here on the earth. Uh, and, and not that that won't be something that we will enjoy about heaven is being reunited with our friends and our loved ones that have gone on before in Christ. But I want us to understand today, the Bible says that when we leave this earth, when we close our eyes in death and breathe out that last breath, that the thing that you will absolutely be enamored with and overcome with is the presence of the Lamb of God on the throne in heaven. I think that's what's so exciting. Um, Here we see him only by faith. We see him through a glass darkly, the Apostle Paul wrote. Uh, very dimly at times. And if we were all be brutally honest, sometimes it just seems so distant and we long to see him as he really is. Our hearts long and hunger for him. We would see Jesus, the group of people cried out, the Bereans, when they came seeking the disciples, uh, seeking the Lord. That's our cry today, is it not? Is it your cry today? Uh, We would see Jesus Right now, there's a veil that kind of hides heaven from our sight, uh, this veil of flesh that we live in right now. But one day, that's going to be torn away, and one day, the glory of God will be revealed. And you will see, first of all, before you look on any of the splendors of what heaven is going to be like, its walls, its gates, its precious jewels, the the river of life, and all of those things... um, Beyond all that is the one who we have loved, our Savior and our friend, Jesus Christ. And the Bible says, he'll take you up and wipe every tear from your eyes. Oh, folks, what a time that's going to be. Being with him, you won't need anything else to make your happiness, your blessedness complete. Seeing him, you'll be satisfied. Seeing him, you will be like him, changed fully into his image, and then seeing him, you'll be with him forever. It's important. I went to a funeral last week, and the individual that was delivering the homily stood up and said that when Jesus said he was the way, the truth, and the life, that what he meant was when he said that he was the way, it meant that Jesus lived a great life, and so we ought to do the same thing. Well, that's not what Jesus was saying at all, quite frankly. Not only that, he went on to say that that uh, uh, you have to live a good life now because whatever you die being is what you'll be in eternity. I don't know about you, but that's not what I want, and that's not what I understand the Bible to teach when we go to heaven. The Bible teaches in 1 John chapter 3 and verse 2 that when we see Christ, we know that when he appears, the Bible says... We will be like him because we shall see him as he is. I don't want to be what I am now. I don't even want to be what I could be if I were what I should be. 
What I want to be is just like Jesus Christ is. Don't you today? Don't you? The hope of heaven ought to strengthen you to overcome all earthly discouragements today. Where are you right now? Are you going to work? Are you fulfilling some other responsibility in life? Are you having any kind of discouragement? Listen, no matter how hard the way is, the end is glorious. No matter how great or fierce the battle or the weariness of your soul and your struggles in life, no matter the bitterness of the sorrow, no matter the keenness, the sharpness of the suffering, glory is the final outcome in the presence of Christ. 1 Thessalonians 4 verse 17, the Bible says, And so we will be with the Lord forever. Therefore, comfort Encourage one another with these words. Be encouraged today and let your anchor grip firmly 